0: Hi there, I'm Katie Myers, and you're listening to the second half of today's Mountain Talk. Last month, we dove into two strikes in Huntington, West Virginia. Today, we're still in West Virginia at yet another tumultuous moment in the state's storied labor history. The site of struggle? Tudor's Biscuit World. When I lived in West Virginia, breakfast from Tudor's Biscuit World was the highlight of my day. I'd swing by the drive-through on my way to anywhere I was going. 20 different kinds of biscuits, with names like the rocket with steak, egg, cheese, and potato, or the politician, whose main feature is bologna. In West Virginia, Tudor's biscuit world is widely beloved, part of the fabric of the state's heritage. And every day, hundreds of West Virginians put on their aprons and their caps and go to work there, serving up sustenance for about $9.50 an hour. And for them, the picture isn't always so rosy.
1: They feed the coal miners, they feed the educators, they feed students,
0: they feed all the different type of professions that are out there. That's an organizer with the United Food and Commercial Workers Local 400. She's been visiting Tudor's Biscuit World for a different reason, to help its staff file for a union election It's mid-December, and workers are rallying in front of the Tudor's Biscuit World in Elkview, West Virginia, a small town 20 minutes outside of Charleston. Unions from all over the region have come to support workers at the Elkview Tudors, which is one of 18 corporate-owned locations. Store workers alleged years of verbal harassment and emotional abuse by management, low pay, and practices that put them at risk for contracting COVID-19. In today's Mountain Talk, WMMT is taking you to Elkview for the rally and to hear workers, in their own words, talk about their work in the fast food industry and why they decided to start a union.
2: Who we are, tell so we tell them, so we, tell them, so we, we them, are the union, we are the union, the mighty, mighty union, the, the mighty, mighty union, the union, union. People want, to People want
1: to know, who we are, who we are. Yeah, they, um, they said that I, it was only 10 days that you're supposed to quarantine. Well, the nurse at the um, emergency room told me to do it the whole 14 days. And then you got to come back and re- be retested until you're negative. And that's when you can return back. Well, they said no, 10 days. So then I got written up for three days for three different write-ups for no call, no show, improper call-off. I can't remember what all of them said. (laughs) Uh, My name is Jennifer Patton. I'm from Elfview, West Virginia, well, and West Virginia. My son goes to Marshall University, and I've been at Tudor since April the 12th of this year. No, I mean, most of the days it's good. I mean, we come in, we figure out, because a lot of us just works in certain positions. There's some of us that works pretty much any position, so we come in, we figure out what we're doing, and then we're fine. If you're not getting yelled at every two seconds or if you're not getting accused of doing something that you didn't do, we will never ask any questions. It's automatically... It Whether you did it or not, you're going to stand there and you're going to take the, the griping for it. You're going to get jumped on for it. And I couldn't tell you how many times I've got phone calls on my day off or after I got off and to, just to get yelled at because something somebody else did. Or when I pulled in the parking lot, before I could even get out of the vehicle, I'm getting yelled at for something somebody else did. And after a while, you just get ty- kind of tired of it, I mean... They've drugged me through the mud here. And I think we should be notified if somebody has it that we were walking around every day or somebody that has it that has been transferred to store to store, because we never knew if we was walking beside anybody that had it. We had an incident where I rode to Sissonsville with a boy because they were short-handed, so they moved some of our workers to Sissonsville to work. And I was there for three months, and I rode with somebody for three days consecutively, three straight days, that had COVID, that tested positive for COVID on that Saturday. And they did not tell us at all. And I went to HR, and I was just pretty much told that I didn't need to know. Even though I rode with somebody and sat in the same vehicle with somebody from my store to another store, I didn't have a right to know. So I mean they don't they don't care. What? I just want to lose my job because I've had a bull'seye on my back for a while, and I need my job. That's why I come in and put up with the stuff that I do every day. but they just I've caught a lot of stuff that has been done wrong, I mean. I was taken out of my home store and put in another store for three months when I was never supposed to be down there more than two days. Asking for anything, you cannot get a straight answer on anything that you ask for. So when it was brought up to me, I just figured, yeah, they're gonna start this and we're all gonna lose our jobs. Then I started listening to everybody and started figuring out stuff. And then I figured, well, if I do lose my job, Lisa, I will lose it for standing up for something.
0: Store worker Cynthia Nicholson was the one who called up UFCW in October. Half the store showed up for the initial meeting at a local pizza restaurant. Nicholson started handing out union cards the next day. Within 24 hours, she'd signed up 60% of the store. Within a month, 80% of the ElfU Tutor staff had signed up to join the union. When management refused to recognize the union voluntarily, the store workers filed a petition for an election with the National Labor Relations Board. Here's Cynthia.
3: It was very crazy, uh, scary, but in the same sense, it was like exhilarating. It was like, you know, because this is something I've always thought about. You know, I don't like the way people's treated. I don't like them being treated unjustly. Um, I fight for that. And I really didn't need this job. I took it after my husband passed away because they said that I was becoming a hermit. So I came down here to Tudor's, just right over the hill and got a job. But the more that I watched and listened, I knew there was a lot of problems. And then slowly by slowly, somebody would say, I finally got a check stub, can you look at this for me? The screaming at people, yes. Yes, the screaming at people just drove me crazy because I kept thinking to myself, they don't realize there's a lot of mental health in the workplace, and you don't know, lady. You're getting up in somebody's face and screaming at them and you know, calling them all kinds of names. They could snap and stab you, and it'd be their fault because you don't know how to handle workers because every place I've ever been, you've never, ever talked down to a worker in front of uh, other workers Uh, you don't talk down to a worker in front of patrons customers and that's what they feel that they need to do for some reason degrade the people and I don't understand it why why degrade people you know there's all different walks of life that that are there working in the restaurant business you know a lot of them feel like they're nothing anyway so why promote that more? And that's what they do. They just treat people bad.
0: Um, I'm wondering what, like, you know, in the ideal world, like, what would this job look like? Or, like, what, how would how would you remake it?
3: Uh, <clears throat> in an ideal world, um, I would pick your best workers, and I would work them their 40 hours, you know, give them a fair wage, you know, mind you cooks make a little bit more than, you know, somebody else in the kitchen. But still yet, you know, how can you make a living and take care of your family on nine dollars an hour and they only will give you maybe 12 hours, 15 hours, you can't. And then they'll make it hard for you to get another job because they won't work with you on the other job so you're just messed up you know
0: is the schedule often irregular
3: yes yes and then you've got uh managers like the district manager and a manager that don't know who's who's in command you know who's in control and i'm thinking that's pretty wild uh do you want something want to have something to say about that
4: about, what?
3: about how they flim flam the workers nobody knows who's in control Oh, oh, yeah, like... Uh, okay. I've got somebody else. Come
0: over here. <laughs> gonna come over here. My mic doesn't pick up that yeah.
3: far. I've got okay. somebody over here to tell you a little bit more
0: about that. Cynthia's son, Daniel, works at the store, too. They signed up workers for the union as a team. Daniel told us he saw a through line connecting their efforts with the many labor struggles in West Virginia's history.
4: Yes, my name is Daniel Nicholson. I'm, I'm Cynthia's son, the youngest son, but... uh but, yeah, uh, of course, like, they, uh, whenever they figured out that we were trying to unionize, they, they would sort of, uh, they, they try to make it out like you were quitting instead of, you know, and you know, they, well, they, they try to act like you were fired, but then make it out like you were quitting. And they, they would do that by, like, uh, you know, telling you to, because I, I had asked if I was approved for overtime, you know, because I, I was tired of getting, you know, somebody yell you know, being upset with me because, uh, you know, we the the morning rush would last uh, you know past one o'clock and and of course they want us they want us uh to be out of there by like 11 and of course it wasn't possible at that time and everything not with everything that they wanted and, and of course like I I had just asked if I, if I was approved to stay for the overtime I didn't mind staying but uh of course like uh the district manager uh, had told me to go ask uh the store, the store manager and, and of course, the store manager had had, had said, well, "Well, I'm not in charge. He's overcharging me and everything." To go ask the district manager, so nobody would give me give me a straight answer on on whether I was approved to stay or go, and and they finally just told me to leave. And then, of course, the next morning, I wasn't even on the schedule. A, a lot of it was just federal laws that they were breaking. You know, like uh, of course, like we we've tried not to make it like a personal vendetta on anybody, any one person's job or anything like that, because it's 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 more than that, you know. And of course, it's our federal right to to be able to unionize, you know, uh, which which is it's crazy that they make such a big deal on trying to bust unions up, but of course, it's our federal right under federal law and everything like that. But then you're going to break federal laws and not pay people, you know, like the, the the wages that they're they're legally supposed to be paid, you know. Um, but of course, like. Uh, uh, I, I mean, just uh, just bad work conditions, and uh, just trying to st- stand up for our basic civil rights is what made us, you know, try to unionize. So I'm wondering, you know, we're in a state you know, very long history, and you know, I'm wondering like how that, like, and there's
0: also a lot of, you know, there's been a couple strikes in Huntington, as you know, we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, how is that important? What has been...
4: Well, 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 of course. Like the, the 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 one one of the main things that we did first is is of course like we reminded people that that you know uh, West Virginia is one of the birthplaces of organized labor in the nineteen twenties. Uh, you know, of course, like uh, I know like the United Mine Workers get a bad rap nowadays, but of course that was just one person. You know, it wasn't the actual United Mine Workers that did anything wrong. It was you know it was one person that that, that messed that up. You know, but but of course like. Uh, you know, we we, we let a, c- a couple people watch the movie Mate, Juan. And, and, of course, like, they got to see, like, what, what the company was capable of, you know. And, uh, of course, like, the stories of, like, Carnegie Steel, you know, like, uh, you know, where it was real then, you know. And, of course, like, it, it can get to that point, which we hope it can't get to that point anymore. But, you know, you give somebody an inch and they take a mile, you know, so...
0: So you're sort of uh, getting out in front of that a little bit? Yes, absolutely,
4: absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That,
4: too. Of course, like, uh, that, That you know, e- even though, like, they're, uh, there's a bad stigma when it comes to, like, people that work in the fat e- fast food industry, you know. Uh, uh, of course, like, they act like we're uneducated and things like that when, you know, and, 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 like, we don't have a willingness to learn or anything like that when, in all reality, it's been the exact opposite because you know think like now of course i have union experience growing up you know my father was union my grandfather was union almost everybody that i know is union but of course like most of these people that work here and everything it was a fresh start like they they knew didn't know anything about it so of course like uh you know we, we, we've gotten better at learning and teaching also you know like uh, uh researching for ourselves and 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 not just taking anybody's word on something you know I, I, of course, we're probably one of the more serious ones. Besides, like star, I know, Starbucks has really started like uh, organization, like uh, collective bargaining talks right now. I don't think they have a contract yet, but uh, of course, like you're seeing it all the way around, all over the country. I know what there was a McDonald's in Chicago that had a walkout not too long ago, and. uh
3: <clears throat> Burger World. Burger well, World. Burger
4: World was the first one to ever. They're the first fast food place in in history to get a contract out approved. West. Yes, and they were out west. Yeah, and and uh, you know that, that that goes to show you that it's possible. You know, like uh, I, I know they they had put out an art. I know Tudors had put an article out in the newspaper that said like uh, that. You know, they're saying that they they don't know how we would benefit from. Uh, a union and everything. And of course, we're all just like, I don't see how anybody wouldn't benefit from somebody having a seat at the table, you know. Right. That, that, that's all there is. I, I don't, they get all these misconceptions and everything like uh, unions this, unions that and everything. That's, that's literally all it is, is just a seat at the table. That's all it is, you know. And, and it's protected by federal law. We're not breaking any laws. So I don't know why like everybody acts like we're the bad guys and we're just like pot stirs or something like that. But of course, if you don't stir the pot every once in a while, the soup will burn. So yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It is true.
0: <laughs> so have people at, people at other tutors have been contacting? Yeah.
3: Yes. 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 But
0: what are they saying? <clears throat> what are they?
3: Treatments, the way they're treated. Uh, there has been some that have worked with the district manager that we had That's mysteriously disappeared. She's just vanished from the face of the earth. Well, yeah. Other people have worked with her, around her, and they want to know what's going on. They want to be a part of it. Which,
4: which, of course, it's you know, it's not even a personal vendetta against no. against her or anything like that. And of course, I, I know I don't work there anymore, but of course, I know what they. Uh, they got a new district manager there and of course like it's it's going through that process of like uh, we're your buddy type process like right. you don't need a union or you know of course like we'll, we'll protect you or you know and, a, and the thing is like that's that's fine and dandy you might be a good guy and everything like that if you're a good guy then you would realize that there's nothing wrong with us having a what legal mean? seat at the table you know yeah. it doesn't mean it's going to cost anything more or anything like that we don't know we haven't negotiated anything yet yeah. Yeah. you know of uh, course like uh we just know at this point in time things aren't going to get any worse. That, you know, that, that's, that, that's at least, like, the one thing that will happen with the union is we're going to draw the line in the sand, like, hey, it, it can't get no worse than this. We can only move forward now, you know, and we're not going to put up with it. Nobody that comes behind us should have to put up with it, you know.
0: So um, there's, like, first of all, like, I know, you know, Tudor's Biscuit World is very important to West Virginians, and yeah. <laughs> unions are also important to West Virginians, and I'm wondering, like, how the community has come out for you, or what people have said, you know, what kind of reaction oh, and,
4: and, and, and we got a lot, of support. A lot uh, of support. Yes, we do have a lot of support. I'd yeah, uh,
3: say, there's one girl that said uh, about four favorite words a girl loves to hear, yeah. and that's Tudor's Biscuits and, and unions. Union.
4: Yeah. <laughs> And like, yeah. yeah we, well, we had like, uh, well, there was like 5,000, uh, well, there was like 5,000 like 5 or 6,000 likes on, on Twitter. And then like, there was another so, like uh, 1,000 comments or something yeah, like that that we had on the Twitter account. Like whenever we re-twits. put like our, uh, you know, whenever they first put it on the, what, IFCW? Is that it, 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 Local 400's uh, website? It's, uh, I don't know where my thing's at.
0: Oop, I see
4: it. It's uh, right there on your, Uf your C- panel. UFCW. Uf C-
3: yeah. Okay. i got to remember that.
4: <laughs> it, well, it's, 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 sometimes it's hard to remember all the alphabet soup. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so unions are full of it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they are. They
4: are. They are. And, and of course, like, uh, you know, we, we have had an, an, an education process of uh, – you know, because of course, like we're going to have to to hold our own elections and and uh, and of course have our own meetings and things like that. So of course, like, uh, I, you know, I, I just think unions will make people better citizens in general. in general. You know, of course, the United States of America is a union. You know, uh, you know, people automatically just think unions uh, represent labor and everything like that. But but the definition just means togetherness. What is good for me is also good for you as long as we come to terms of agreement and everything, you know. Like, if if we don't come to any type of terms of agreement, it's not going to be good for anybody, ever, you know. Companies are, are, are afraid of unions just because there's got to be transparency. And if if you're a family-oriented restaurant like you say you are, then you shouldn't be, <laughs> you shouldn't be scared of transparency, you know. I, I know companies like that, they always complain about, like, because, uh, of course, like, the turnover rate is really high. And, of course, like, uh, you know, in, in, in some cases you do have a lot of, you know, uneducated people and a lot of uh, people that just flat out don't care. But, of course, like, hey, the reason why you get people that don't care or or are or, or uneducated and things like that is because you treat them like the bottom of the barrel, you know. You treat them well, like trash. I, I know in the 1950s <laughs> and everything like that, people weren't ashamed to flip a burger, you know. Of course, like, there, there was still craftsmanship in, in somebody that, that fix the cheeseburger, you know, like, uh, of course nowadays, like, uh, uh, you know, it's, there's a stigma behind it. Like, like they're just dumb, ignorant people or something like that. And it's not the case, you know, uh, there's a lot of reasons why people are, are, uh, in the fast food industry. Uh, of course, like right now and everything like that, I, you know, I, I had some, some life choices that I wasn't proud of and everything that's led me to this point. You know, of course, if I'd have done everything right, of course I could be making good money, wouldn't even be in this position and everything. But of course I am, but but of course, like sometimes uh, things bring you here to help people, and you don't you know you don't even realize it, you know. Yeah, that's true. Usually families that especially like whenever uh, like me and my mother and everything, or and there's a few people that that it seems like families work there together, and of course like uh, that type of income, you know, of course those types of households they're they're sort of pulling their income together just to make it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know it's definitely not a lavish lifestyle or anything like that but we're just like every other people like
3: uh you learn to adapt yeah you learn to make what you you know with what you've got yeah people they need to treat the people the workers fairly yeah you know that's the main thing treat them fairly and you'll get people in there that will work hard for you if you treat them like animals and constantly in their faces and screaming at them and, and they don't know from one day to the next what they're supposed to be doing, people like structure
4: mm. in their lives, you mm. know? They don't just like being whacked here and throwed there. You know, not, not to mention, like, uh, you know, it pays to do the right thing. You know, of course, like, yes. uh, part of our negotiation was the fact that, that everybody was food handlers and, and CPR certified or, or first aid certified, then, of course, your insurance is going to go down because everybody is food handler and first aid certified, you know. Uh, of course, like, uh, whenever you donate the the leftover food to, like, a, a shelter, nine times out of ten, you can write it off as a tax write-off, you know. It it, it actually pays to do the right thing. And I, I know the, these places are always wanting to go cheaper, cheaper, cheaper so they can have more profit 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 but of course like you either pay for it now or you pay for it later there's no not paying it you know you either pay for it now or pay for it later you don't get away from you know and of course like sometimes it's not always money that you pay with neither sometimes it's public image or uh, it doesn't matter how uh, cheap your food cost is if nobody wants to come and eat there anymore you know, and of course, pe- there's there's other reasons why people don't want to eat there other than the, the the product not being good. You know, uh, of course, like, uh, we had a lot of support where they said, like, oh, I won't eat another Tudor's biscuit and everything until, like, the, you know, these people get their contract, you know. Yeah. I know some people that mean that also. We just finished the last bit of Eggo waffles at the house and everything, like that, yeah, like the Kellogg stuff, and we're like, yep, no more Kellogg's in this house, you yeah. know. Like, uh, you know, if, if you accidentally bring it in here, it's going in the trash, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes oh, i mean is. it's 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 a big it's a big deal cuz i mean of course like uh i mean it's something that literally will make history you know it, it's not something that's done every day like there's only one that's ever happened ever in like yeah. the history of the united states you know mm-hmm. a, a fast food like that,
3: was Burger World. Bur- that burgerville. burgerville burgerville yeah
4: yeah, you know, we have a chance to be the second. And, of course, they had just finished. Well, whenever we had turned our, uh, whenever we actually confronted yeah, yeah. the company, they had just got their contract done a week before that. So it's literally only been, like, what, maybe two months since, like, the first, like, fast food contract was ever, you know, finalized, you know. And, of course, I know, I know, uh, what, start the, the Starbucks and a few other places are, are trying to get their uh, contract uh you know, pass and everything like that. We're rooting for them just like we hope they're rooting for us and everything. We don't care who comes in second or or anything like that, no, you know. We We're just... On our contract. Yeah, we just want our contract.
0: In December, a Tudor's representative told West Virginia Gazette-Mail that the company already protects their workers and they don't believe a union is needed. In January, the company suspended Cynthia and Jennifer in what the two say is an illegal action of union busting. The NLRB election to decide if the Elkview Tudors will unionize is scheduled to be held on January
3: 25th. Yeah, It's just uh, what we want Kentucky people to know is, is we know their struggles because we're struggling just as bad as they are. And we hope that they can get some kind of inspiration to keep fighting, fighting for what they believe in, mm-hmm. fighting for what is right,
4: Mm-hmm. We're all Appalachian people, yeah. you know, uh, of course, like, uh, you know, the, uh, the whole country has a stigma uh, uh, about our culture here in Appalachia and everything. So, of course, like, you know, they, they, they all think that we're, we're ignorant and, and, and backwoods and, and, and uh, of course, like not capable of organizing. But, of course, like, yeah, uh, one of the biggest birthplaces of organized labor was here in Appalachia. So, you know, and, and, and we support them and, and we hope they support us because of course like we're just a little group of people and everything but we have That's a lot of That's it for today's to mountain us, talk know, here so. on
0: WMMT. We've been listening to the workers at the Elview location of West Virginia's favorite breakfast chain, Tudor's Biscuit World, as well as the organizers supporting their effort to unionize. They discuss the perils of fast food work, their connection with West Virginia's labor history, and the ways the community has come together to support them. From all of us here at Mountain Community Radio, thanks for listening. This story is a part of the America Amplified initiative. America Amplified is a national public media collaboration focused on community engagement reporting. WMMT is working on stories about workplace issues in Appalachia, and we'd like to hear from you. Where do you work? What kinds of issues have you seen come up during COVID-19? What do you wish the public knew about your job? Drop me a line at katie at appleshop.org.